This week's episode of One Shot is brought to you by Basecamp. When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week we're mixing savagery with refinement as we play Savage World's Steamscapes. Specifically, Steamscapes Asia. It's been a while since we've played a game on the crunchier side of things, and longer still since we've played anything in Savage Worlds. Steamscapes is a steampunk approach to Savage Worlds that keeps everything we love aesthetically about steampunk while removing the nastier imperialist implications. If you're a historian gamer who loves to daydream what-ifs, you're going to love Steamscapes Asia. And if you're a combat-focused player who's really just along for the ride in history, you're definitely going to love the martial arts rules. But enough of that, I think I'll let the game speak for itself. Now I'd like to take some time to thank our Patreon backers. Robert Danes, thank you. Thanks, Robert. Calvin Lindfors, thank you. Thanks, Calvin. Kelly Kirk, thank you. I think it's Nial. Nial. Thank you, Nial. Thank you, Nial. Valorcon. Valorcon. Holy smokes, thank you so much. Spuzz, thank you. Thank you, Spuzz. Michael Scott Mateka. Michael Scott Mateka, thank you. Stefan Martins, thank you. Greg McAnini, thank you so much. Thanks, Greg. Andrew, uh. Andrew Sychek. No. No, it's not that. Andrew Pisek? I think it's Andrew Pisek. Andrew Psyduck, thank you. <laughs> Rob, thank you. Thanks, Rob. Garrett N. Burns, thank you. Mitchell Zink, thank you so much. Eric Colossal! Oh, holy smokes! Thanks, Eric. Thank you. David Bennett, thank you so much. Kenneth McFarlane, thank you. Lloyd Goldsmith, thank you. Kevin Sachs, thank you. Melissa Evans, thank you. Jacopo Colo, thank you. Colin Roscoe, thank you. WTF Bananas. Yeah, what is up with bananas? <laughs> thank you. They got a weird thing going hey, on. Hey, I mean, you can make p- pancakes out of them. Ugh, that just makes me think of Jack Johnson. Fuck you, bananas. Petri Leonin, thank you. Petri, Petri Le... Leonin? 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 Leonin. Leonin? Leonin? Definitely Petri. Yeah, Petri, you're a peach. Or Petri, honestly. Petri Le, Petri Lenonen, Petri Lenonen, thank you. I spent that time figuring out how to read Jacob Rutowski, thank you. What if it's Jacob Rutowski, though? Well, there's no V in there, so it would not be that. Did you not know about Polish names, buddy? Never did. Okay. Not aware that Poland was a place. <laughs> you learn new things every day. Uh, Tom Saunders, thank you so much. Is that named after the sausages? What? Tom Poland. Saunders? Uh, no, honey, it's it's not. It's a place, and then sausages came from there. I know that that's a hard concept to fully wrap your mind around, but mm, it's going to be okay. Like they named this city after the hot dogs. It's not a city? I'm going to start there. Chicago's not a city? What are you talking about? Checkmate. Chicago is a city. Thanks again to all of our backers on Patreon. You make what we do possible. Side note, as this month's reward, you've got another lost episode of Campaign. This one centered around the Minoc crew attending a poetry reading. I'm really sad that one didn't make it to air. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. Uh, First up, a new voice to the One Shot Network. 
Allie Grauer, welcome to One Shot. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we get rolling on this, uh, why don't you introduce the audience to yourself? Uh, what, what do you do? I am a writer and a performer here in Chicago. I am not a stranger to steampunk. Uh, I <laughs> And why would that be? <laughs> well, that would be because in 2014, I published my first novel, which is called On the Isle of Sound and Wonder, which is a fantasy steampunk retelling of The Tempest. Okay, and since steampunk is going to be a huge theme for the Steamscapes property of <laughs> role-playing Say game. Steam again. Uh, Steam. <laughs> uh, I have heard the criticism in the past from one of my old college friends that steampunk is not worthy as a genre because it has no defining fiction. But we all know in this room that steampunk has a lot of beautiful and worthy elements to it. Uh, so what is your favorite of those elements? Oh, gosh. I love the aesthetic of steampunk. I mean, that's part of what draws everyone in in the first place, right? Mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. I first got into steampunk through fiction, but then it transferred quickly to like cosplay and costuming. So I really love the creativity and the intense amounts of detail that go into the aesthetic of steampunk. It's interesting to me how many people will complain about uh, the aesthetic of steampunk saying it's like it's style over substance when they just eat up chainmail bikini art. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, it's their, <laughs> like they're getting paid to do it. Yeah. It's so weird. Uh, but yeah, I, I have to agree. The, the style and aesthetic of steampunk is like really intoxicating. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing those reimaginings of familiar things in the steampunk aesthetic because yeah. it's cool it's drawing yeah. on a lot of great time yeah. periods and fashion trends uh and with that we're going to move on to drew mergieski and drew uh since you are also a new voice to one shot just uh introduce yourself to the audience so uh, what do you do yeah so i'm my name's drew uh, i'm an actor here in chicago um and i i love games and i love steampunk and i love ali she's my wife so that's, <laughs> how long did it take him to say that yeah that, that was, that was the last on the seconds. list that was the last on that list it was within 30 seconds it was no, within okay. the, that's that is what psychologists define as love is if you name it within 30 seconds yeah, that's yeah. Technically you have fulfilled true. the contract continue uh, <laughs> so drew uh again uh steampunk what draws you to steampunk why do you feel it's a worthy genre i think it's I mean, it, the thing about it that's most interesting to me is the adventure of it. It's the idea that, hey, how, who doesn't want to see the Civil War played out with, you know, werewolves and mechs? Right. Um, and that alternate history, but the adventures of it, and you can come up with just about anything within this time period. I mean, the time period that we, we set with steampunk usually is, you know, 1860 to maybe 1900. Yeah. And that whole era of, of human history is, rife with adventure and exploration and i i have to agree especially in the e exploration aspect the way that steampunk is set is discovery is impossible not to happen mm. it was sort of drawing on a time period where we only knew so much about the world and like it was hard not to fall backwards into inventing something new and that's the cool thing that steampunk opens up is you're not limited to the things that are possible anymore <laughs> Um, and obviously you get to make all those great changes and go on those great adventures. So yeah. yeah. Um, with that, let's, let's move into Victor Bayona. Victor. Hello. Thank you for joining us on one shot. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, Victor, since it's your first time as well, uh, mm -hmm. why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? Uh, what, what do you do? Uh, well, I, uh, illustrate by day. 
Um, and my more interesting, I guess, pursuit is I design violins for a lot of Chicago theaters. I'm a member of R&D Choreography. Okay, I was actually going to say what could be more interesting than <laughs> illustration, and you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what draws you to steampunk as a genre? I think it is the the uh, exploratory themes uh, mm-hmm. of steampunk, and also the the alternate history aspect. I love being immersed in new worlds. So mm-hmm. the 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 possibility of that sort of that sense of immersion in, in an entirely new uh, alternative history that, is really fascinating. To that's me. true because not only are they the characters discovering things about their world and the genre, but you actually, as a person, get to go through that discovery and you know looking at the new world and what's changed. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, so with that, that brings us on to Eric Simon, uh, the designer behind Steamscapes, and who the person who's going to be our GM for this week. Uh, does Steamscapes have a special word for GM or? No, it's GM. GM Just, is solid. Hey, that's that's what I say any game, no matter <laughs> no matter what it's actually called. Uh, but Eric, thank you so much for joining us on One Shot. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'll let you take it away. Uh, so a little bit about um, what I love about steampunk is the history. And that's a lot of what I try to highlight in Steamscapes. I am definitely trying to push the alternate history. And in all of the books, I really spend a lot of time focusing on real historical things that have then been changed in the Steamscapes world. Uh, The Steamscapes books have uh, 100 years of alternate history. The, the, the alternate switch happens just before what would have been the Revolutionary War, mm. and it progresses from there. So all of the logic is built on that. Uh, Steamscapes mm. is a steampunk setting with no magic and no supernatural elements. Cool. Um, and it's actually, in the gaming community, it's actually a little bit rare in that. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's hard to find steampunk settings that don't. But my focus is the history, so that's the way that I go. Uh, another thing that I try to do with Steamscapes is to focus on sort of reversing a lot of the imperialist and colonialist aspects mm. of the the era. And so you'll find in the Steamscapes world there's a little bit more leaning towards uh, the indigenous peoples and um, the kingdoms and empires that had been subsumed by European colonialism and actually managed to uh, restore themselves to to power in in this world. It is really funny how in a lot of the alternate histories that you see with steampunk, it's still a bunch of white people running around. So it's nice nice and refreshing to have a game that is not focusing on that. Yes. In fact, uh, in Steamscapes Asia, which is our most recent continent book, there's specifically a line that says, there are no white sample characters. So... (laughs) That is the case, and and we tell you nope, don't plan on playing them. It, try to avoid it if you can. That's that's great. Well, let's uh, let's dive right in. All okay, right. so we begin in Singapore, eighteen seventy two. Now, Singapore is a very modern, very young city. Uh, what you know of Singapore is that it was built as a British colony. It was part of the uh, the many holdings of the East India Company. And the East India Company is now not super in favor, uh, having lost India entirely um, and having caused a lot of issues that uh, eventually led to Britain losing the Second Opium War. Uh, the East India Company is not in, in prime favor. So actually, Singapore is now a crown colony. Uh, it does not belong to the East India Company. The, the very few land holdings that the company still has are uh, centered around Burma uh, and some of the territories around there. But the East India Company still 
had an effect on the development of Singapore. It is a very European-influenced city. There, there are English and Dutch architecture buildings all over the place. And uh, a lot of it is very white. Uh, but it's also more open than you would find in a European city because, of course, the weather is a little bit more tropical. And uh, it is also a, a, an extremely busy port. A lot of traffic moves through here, and a lot of different countries have presence here uh, in trade. It's sort of uh, sort of the Casablanca of the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people people will meet from places that normally might be in conflict with each other, and they're here to do business. Uh, that's a lot of what Singapore is about. We start with one of the many ships, uh, sea ships, that are docking uh, at the Singapore port. And uh, this one appears to be of Japanese design. And off of it, a uh, teenage girl walks uh, down the gangplank, followed by an automaton, if you would describe yourselves. She's not particularly tall. She's not particularly pretty. She's pretty average looking, but she's got a kind of stocky strength, I think, that she hides in her shoulders and her arms. She's well-dressed. She apparently comes from money. She kind of looks on everything with an eager eye that's trying to be restrained. She's trying to withhold the inevitable curiosity that she has for everything around her. And the automaton? So the automaton that obviously walks behind her and is alert at everything going around. He's spindly for an automaton and covered in rust spots from the the salt air from his Okinawan home where he has just come from. Um, he also decorates himself in uh, in red tile, which is very indicative of Okinawa. He keeps a respectful distance um, from his his new mistress, and but enjoys pointing out things and saying it out loud <laughs> um, about how it smells like fish. And look over there, is that another boat? And <laughs> and you walk. Rather slow for a human. Maybe we could speed up. You're doing it again. You're being really a, obvious again. Am I? Yes. I, aren't you as well? Pa- part of well, yes, but I'm just talking to you now. Part of part of what I asked you to do. But they can was hear you over there. Keep an eye on things and not be obvious. Yes, ma'am. Good. Bow low. So one of the things that the automaton points out as they are walking down the gangplank, uh, is that there are a number of rickshaws lined up uh, to take people uh, to various places around the city. Uh, Now, I do want to throw in a historical note, uh, just because I can't avoid them. Um, When they're in my head, I have to share. Uh, This is about six years too early for the uh, rickshaw explosion in Singapore. Um, So rickshaws really hadn't come to Singapore in 1872. But I figure since one of our characters is a mechanical man, uh, we can accelerate rickshaw technology just like... (laughs) I I approve this. I approve. I approve. One of the uh, rickshaws um, that is park there is actually being driven by an automaton. It is uh, being pulled by an automaton, apparently of Japanese design. Uh, This one uh, seems to have a number of tattoos and this is something that you would recognize in from the capital and you would know that automatons like to engrave tattoos into their their metal 
uh, to signify what their position is. I was just going to ask, ask if they had skin. skin. Yeah. <laughs> I was terrified a for a second. Nope. Yeah, okay. no, they, yeah, they, they cover them in artificial skin. It's <laughs> weird. And then they tattoo it. It's weird. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, they are engraved tattoos. Cool. Um, and that is a, a common practice, uh, at least in the capital. Um, so, I have a question, actually, for, yes. for Taro, who, mm-hmm. which is my character's name, Taro. Being a no longer a member of, of the, uh, the Japanese military, would I have gotten rid of those tattoos or would I have tried to keep them or? It's extremely difficult, first okay. of all. Uh, and second of all, it, it does indicate a certain amount of prestige. So mm-hmm. uh, honestly, that would be sort of up to you. It's how you would approach it, whether okay. you look fondly on that connection or not. Okay. I feel like I would like to distance myself from it. So maybe I have rubbed salt into them and <laughs> let, it, let it rusted a bit, a bit more. Or covered sure. them and, with the red and tile. And covered them in red tile. Maybe the red tile mm. is what I've intricately yeah. started working on. Mm. Great. Mm. Um, so the, uh, the two um, continue down the gangplank and, and uh, head towards this uh, Japanese automaton and his rickshaw. Uh, and they are followed by a walking steamer trunk. Uh, it's on clockwork legs and uh, <laughs> follows like... Uh, sort of a, a very short and wooden dog uh, behind uh, Miyako. Where are we going? I don't know, ma'am. Where are we going? I don't know either. Do we you... have to take it with us? The trunk? No. Yes. It? Yes, it. Now you're splitting hairs. I'm not splitting hairs. You're splitting hairs. He'll kill us in our sleep. <laughs> it's a trunk. It's a dangerous trunk. Taro, it's a trunk. It's just a trunk. I'll believe it when I see it. You're looking at it. Still don't believe it. Where are we going, ma'am? The uh, the Japanese automaton rickshaw driver uh, looks over at you and, and sort of beckons you closer and, and, and sug- so, assuming that you approach. Yeah, we approach. Brother, uh, how's servitude? Uh, quite well. Uh, thank you. Um, are you looking for a place to stay? It's yes, we are. So wonderful to, to see a, a noble woman from the home country. And to see one such as you serving in uh, distant shores. Yes. Uh, I would recommend the Adelphi Hotel. Uh, it is the, the most prestigious. That will do. Very well. I open the door. Let you walk in. Climb in. The trunk follows me. Trunk in- has a difficult time getting up into the rickshaw. You have helping. to help it. I'm not helping You him. have to help it. I'm not it. helping him. <laughs> you know its legs aren't long enough. Whose fault is that? The designers. No, it's not my. The my trunk job. puts its front legs up, like, <laughs> and like onto the rickshaw, and sort of gives you a meaningful <laughs> look with its eyeless face. <laughs> it's like hind leg, like yeah. tries to get up onto the ledge and can't. Called a baka. I want to kick it. All right, fine. I'll help it. Help it into the this once. Mm-hmm. Just for fun, give me a strength roll. You bet. So, uh, so that would be your strength <coughs> die, and then you also roll a wild die at the same time, and you may succeed on either one, which is good. Since your strength is a d4. Oh, however, since you rolled a four on that d4, you mm. roll it again and add. Uh, so your total is a six. You are successful. The, Yay! The tr- you managed to get the sort of pesky trunk up <laughs> into the rickshaw. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pesky. It's very useful. You're right. It's not pesky. It's evil. <laughs> uh, so the uh, you are talking as the rickshaw driver begins to set out. And he says, uh, please, uh, my name is Hiromichi if you need anything. Hi. Thank you. And uh, he begins to walk away from the, from the docks, pulling you behind. 
and you're sort of looking around and, and seeing the the very, very busy docks. Um, a little ways away, you can also see the airfield uh, where there are a number of airships parked. Uh, the, the airfield is kept fairly close to the, the sea docks uh, for cargo that needs to move back and forth between them. Um, so this is a, a very busy area with lots of carts and, and things moving back and forth. Uh, in the meantime, you notice that Hiromichi, for some reason, keeps looking over his shoulder. Not sure exactly why. How far is it to the hotel? Not far. Not far. Is something the is something wrong? Anything the matter? Um, no. I don't believe you. It's um. You're an awful liar, sir. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, do hold on. And at that, he begins to start running. Very, very fast uh, and and uh, weaving through traffic. Uh, These are well-designed legs. <laughs> <laughs> the trunk, Nimotsu, bumps into Taro several times don't, in this process. Don't. <laughs> it kind of scrabbles at his legs trying to, trying to stay upright. So you're weaving back and forth and, and uh, starting it's, – it's getting a little bit – more and more wild. I was uh, told Singapore was busy, but I wasn't aware it was going to be this busy. Is this normal for traffic? Uh, well, I, I can't talk right now. And he continues running very, very quickly. <laughs> I'd like to unholster my pistol okay. and look behind us to see what's, right. go, what's going on. Uh, give me a notice roll. <coughs> Excuse me. Five... At a two on the wild. Uh, so uh, you always just take the highest. All right, so, uh, five. so the five. Um, which is a success for you to see if there were anything to see. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as you can tell, there's nothing out of the ordinary. No one seems to be following you. There there don't seem to be any uh, particularly notable events happening behind you, except for people sort of raising their fists in anger uh, as, you, as you pass by. Um, <clears throat> Mistress. Mistress will have to dump the trunk. What? <laughs> we can't dump the trunk. We'll have to. My clothes are in the trunk. And? That doesn't matter to you because you're an automaton, but it matters to me a great deal. So, no, we're not dumping the trunk. Okay, good. There's nothing behind us. What? <laughs> what do you mean there's nothing behind us? Testing you. For what? Lice? I don't know. I knew I shouldn't have hired you from a rice field. <laughs> the... um <clears throat> The rickshaw takes a, a few turns and is actually, at this point, doesn't seem to be going along normal streets. Uh, it's gone through now some alleys, uh, sort of plowing into a number of uh, people carrying packages, and it's actually heading towards the airfield. And it's picking up more and more speed as you go. It's actually a little bit unsettling. It's, it's starting to get a little dangerous. And uh, as you break out into the airfield, the, uh, the rickshaw driver is moving around various uh, pedestrians, of course, and and also uh, starting to weave around some of the airships. Uh, you come, in fact, fa- fairly close uh, to scraping uh, along one that is a, a Wells Fargo uh, courier ship, uh, <laughs> and it is uh, there's actually just a, a lone pilot uh, in that. Um, and so uh, this lone pilot looks down and... Yeah, yeah actually, th- this pilot is currently working on the ship. <coughs> Uh, there's a maintenance hatch in the side of the ship that's like opened up. 
He's working. You can see the rickshaw speeding down the airfield past the ship, and he's got a toolkit sort of at his feet. Um, he goes to reach for the toolkit just as the rickshaw <laughs> smashes through the toolkit, <laughs> spreading the tools everywhere. Uh, quickly, he lifts his head up to try and get out of uh, the area he's working in, but he bumps his head inside the ship, and some black smoke billows out of the <laughs> ship. Uh, he eases himself out. Uh, his face is now completely stained by the smoke and soot of the engine that he was working on. We can see that he's a man of Chinese descent. Uh, his hair is pulled back into a tight braid. Uh, he's wearing very drab and uh, you know not very stylistic clothes because they're covered in smudges and soot. Um, but he does have a ragged captain's patch uh, with the Wells Fargo logo uh, <laughs> pinned to his chest and on his shoulders. Um, but he comes out, he lifts the goggles off of his head, which you now he now has these clear rings where his eyes have been protected from the soot. And he looks after the rickshaw and goes, hey, you can't be here. Go Get man, out of here. Go no, speak Chinese. Foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> Miyako, of course, uh, you do speak Chinese. <laughs> And I yell back, help, help. <laughs> uh, like, with that, he closes the maintenance hatch and, like, uh, speeds his way up the ship uh, through a complex, like, uh, jumping and vaulting maneuver. He gets on top of the ship behind the captain's controls. And I guess he's going to try and pursue this out-of-control rickshaw. I look like a criminal now. Thank uh, you. Are you, <laughs> are you taking the ship to do so? Uh, yeah, I'm taking the ship. I, I hope this is my ship. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, it's, it's the ship that uh, that you are currently hired to drive. Uh, okay. So, so you are definitely allowed to do so. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's a flexibility thing. <laughs> the code of conduct uh, by you're, Wells Fargo. You're far from the uh, the, the Guangzhou office, so uh, mm-hmm. no one's going to, to pay however, attention to you. However you yeah. fill out the report at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fuel for this for saving someone is a write-off in my book. Oh, so. nice. Excellent. Um, <laughs> So uh, so you're going to attempt to cast off quickly then? Yes, indeed. Uh, go ahead and make a piloting roll on that. Okay, so that's a D8 and the wild die, correct? Yes. Okay, I got an 8, yeah, so, so that keep blows rolling. up. Hey, hey, a 7 on top of that. All right, so uh, what happened there was um, – so when the target number is typically 4, mm-hmm. and uh, any – Four, any multiples of four on top of that are raises. Uh, so you got a total of uh, two raises right. on top of that. So, in fact, you were ready. You are always ready. Uh, awesome. You you cast off immediately, and um, the engines you had already started them. For some reason, you like to work on them while they're going. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's, you, that way, you can see if any belts are slipping. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, it's gears and steampunk. So you throw it into uh, no. There are definitely belts. There's probably definitely. belts. Um, so you throw it in uh, in into for the the. Propellers spur to life, and, mm-hmm. and you begin moving forward. Uh, you'll. It'll take you a, a little bit to catch up to the speed of the rickshaw, but you know that you will eventually be moving much faster than it. So, of uh, course, hopefully you can track it down. Now, this, the the airships are are they helium or hydrogen or they're definitely still hydrogen. Okay, um, and uh, good to know. <laughs> one, valid, one important uh, reality note that uh, that I do want to remind people is that. Uh, simply being punctured or, or shot is not enough to explode hydrogen. Um, it takes a very careful mix of hydrogen and oxygen to, uh, with the right spark um, or, or flame, 
to actually ignite hydrogen. Hmm. So it is unlikely. The main thing you do have to worry about is leakage, which is why your bag is actually compartmentalized. It's segmented. That makes sense. Um, so. What about a flaming arrow? That is definitely a concern. Uh, okay. so you would need to watch checking. out for that. Yes. Um, yeah. and, uh, Good news for domestic terrorists. It's really easy to cause that kind of accident. <laughs> and in fact, um, the Chinese are the first to um, weaponize airships to actually have gunships, uh, the, the ships of the line in, in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, so their dragon airships do use um, fire arrows, uh, banks of fire arrows on the side. And they're... Very devastating to other airships. That's pretty rad. Um, so Yolong, uh, uh, that is what you hope to um, to fly. One oh, day. cool! I want uh, to be a navy man. <laughs> 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 Who doesn't? They shoot flaming arrows. Yeah. And I'm sorry, uh, Lo Yang. Lo Yang. Uh, yes. I said Lo Yang. Lo Yang. Got it. The airship behind you seems to be taking off um, as you accelerate through the uh, through the streets of of Singapore, now leaving the airfield. Um, so there is something following you now. Now yeah. That is, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's an airship. Miyako uh, sort of like half stands up, braced against the seats, and and yells up to the driver, I demand that you slow down. So I would like you to uh, make a an appropriate role. This would be either persuasion or intimidation, depending on how you are attempting to do it. Indeed. Yes. Now you do get uh, your charisma in bonus to this oh. role. What? Oh, okay. So I add that to whatever I roll. Okay. Yes, you're you're right, fairly right, high right. charisma, <coughs> and do also roll the wild die. Oh, okay. Do I roll them both at the same time. Yes. Okay. Uh, so one of them was a seven, and then plus two from charisma is nine. Um, <clears throat> uh, so he says, "I'm sorry. It's just not safe for you." And when he says this, he actually looks back at Taro and, uh, and he says, I will get you to a safe place as quickly as possible. Um, and he continues on, but he does seem to be trying to take a slightly more safe path through the traffic, um, running over fewer people. Are you going to deal with it? <laughs> Do you want me to deal with this? He seems to think you're in danger, Taro. Brother, am I in danger, or is it the lady who's in danger? It is you. Why am I in danger? We are both in danger. From who? I can't talk now. He's <laughs> continuing to run. I mean, you can, but you, you choose not... Okay, that's fine. Do you need me to... Sh- do I shoot the lady? What's going on? <laughs> no. <laughs> seeing, seeing the robot pointing a gun at this young woman who is screaming for help... Uh, uh, I told you, I look like a bad guy. Lo Yang Yang is is ready to hop into action. Can, like, have started to overtake them on the ship? Yes. Uh, What Lo Lo Yang is going to do is set the cruise control, because I imagine us going on, like, kind of a straight path. And he is going to grab one of the silk ropes uh, on the ship that's normally used to tie down the cargo. Uh, wrapping one end around his arm, he's going to leap down from the ship and attempt to offer his hand to the young woman to help lift her away from this dangerous situation. Chinese yes. I will ask you to uh, give me a climbing roll at a minus two. <laughs> that makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What is climbing? Oh, oh, Do I shoot the Chinese invader, too? <laughs> I, however, I didn't ask you to shoot anyone. Are you sure? That's a five. So minus two. It's my program. So that would be three. That is not a success. <laughs> okay. However, it is not a 
not a critical success. Did he fall here. into the even? I, I shot with us. Kind of have a, if so. If I'm failing, uh, the reason we're on a sort of straight and narrow is they've turned down a market street. Mm-hmm. I realize that you this conflicts with the reality of a somewhat safer path. Oh yeah. no, no, no this is perfect. We're down this market street, <laughs> and of course, like I am swinging on the silk rope, trying to reach my hand to this woman to uh, pull her to safety. But swinging back and forth with with the rickety path and the chaos of the market, there is a stack of cages for chickens that is perfect. very high. Perfect. And I slam <laughs> right into those chickens yes, as, as I am indeed you do. putting my head down. The, uh, the, the cart, meanwhile, is, uh, is trying to um, take a safer path through the market so it did not hit the chickens. <laughs> However, it's a very busy market and, uh, and there is a, a fruit cart. Uh, up ahead that it is very desperately trying to swerve. There's always a uh, there's a, <laughs> there is a uh, there is a distinguished looking gentleman um at uh, at the fruit cart buying some mangoes uh, and um he seems to be uh well why don't you give me a notice roll? Okay. Uh, it could have been a cabbage cart. If you oh, catch right. this true. could have been a cabbage cart or and a die six, right? The four and yes. a die six? Mm-hmm. Six explodes. Yes. Uh, eight. Okay. So with a raise, you definitely notice that this is coming uh, behind you. The the rickshaw is coming straight at you, and there's an airship following close behind it with a man dangling uh, from it. Um, the airship doesn't seem to be piloted at all. Uh, <laughs> I am incredibly bewildered, and I start to massage my temple. Uh so this rickshaw is being chased. What's? Wh- am I hearing anything from any of the parties involved? There's somebody hanging off of the airship. Probably the indistinguishable. Chinese are invading. Screaming <laughs> mixed with clucking. <laughs> oh, trailing trailing a chicken. Yeah, there's a lot of trailing feathers. feathers. In the air. Okay. A lot of questions of, do I shoot that one? Or maybe it's that one. Do I shoot the Chinese man or the trunk? Tell me the trunk. I shoot the trunk, right? Why you hate that trunk so much. <laughs> And the the person hanging off the airship is limp. Uh, I no, he's very active. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just not. He doesn't appear to be in control of the situation. That's for sure. <laughs> weapons? Do I see a weapon on? No in his weapons. Hand? Okay. Maybe. And there's a lady in the rickshaw, and there's someone hanging off the airship who seems to be trying to follow the rickshaw. It sounds like mm-hmm. no matter what you're seeing, none of it makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Okay. Uh, I cannot move this fruit cart in time. <laughs> so what will you do? Fruit's going down. Uh, but there is there is an automaton with a gun. There is an automaton the with a gun in the passenger seat of the rickshaw. You made rickshaw. that choice, not me. I, I totally did. How tall is the rickshaw? Uh, it, so it's not very tall. Um, they they are generally lower than um, carriages. Uh, okay. Because uh, they're pulled by humans rather than horses. And does the lady look like she's in a hostage situation of some sort? No. Miyako, okay. Miyako has... I'm sure I'm like, what do I do? What? Miyako has a combination of irritation, disbelief, and also like... Give me orders. Wait, and also like she's kind of ecstatic as well. Like there's a little bit of like terrified ecstasy happening in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. I either go for the automaton with a gun or the automaton uh, drawing the rickshaw. I will uh, ask you to um, make a smarts roll at minus two. Thank you. Right now. 
Well, he does uh, that. Smart dice six. Are we going to hit two. the fruit cart? Is that? It seems like you're going to try to turn. Ah. The six explodes. Yes. Seven. So five. Uh, so the most effective course of action would, uh, it seems, would be to try to stop the rickshaw at this point. Okay. Stunning strike to the rickshaw driver. All right. All right. Um, so this is a called shot. Uh, you're going to be at minus one because he is moving fairly fast. Yeah. Well made. Left. Die eight and die six. Yes. Uh, five. Um, minus one, four. And then minus the two because it is the called shot for the stunning strike. Right. It's a two. Um, so you could Benny that if you wish. Or you could Yeah. Miss. How does that work again? How does that mechanic uh, so you work again? Give me the Benny and you re-roll both dice. Okay. Mm. Oh no. Wait. <laughs> seven seven. So minus one and minus two, so minus that four. will be a success. Okay. Uh, hey. Excellent. So that instantly shakes uh, the uh, rickshaw driver. Flying knee to the chest. Right. Cool. Excellent. Um, so this <laughs> gentleman who was at the fruit cart suddenly knees the rickshaw driver in the chest. He manages to get out of the way. The rickshaw driver drops below the wheels and the cart Con- the rickshaw mm-hmm. continues directly into the fruit cart, uh, which explodes in a pile of mangoes and pears, and the the rickshaw comes to a stop. Now, Lo Yang, uh, you are going to need to deal with the fact that you are being carried into the back of the rickshaw at this point. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, would this be another climbing roll that I'm trying? I don't to know. Climb what are you way? trying to do to deal with this situation? Okay. So he. Manages to fight the chicken out of his face. <laughs> it flies off. Uh, he he looks like, and he's still got you know the rope wrapped around one arm. Uh, he looks, he rubs his eyes, and then you know he sees Classic. the oncoming cart uh, <laughs> quickly coming up on him. Uh, so he is going to try and swing his way so that, uh, he swings out of the way of the rickshaw. And then as he's swinging back, he's going to try and grab this, this, uh, woman. So he's <laughs> swinging one way, swinging the other way. And you're still nice. attempting to grab her out of the rickshaw. That's, he, he believes this is a dangerous Excellent. situation. He's trying to crash. Crash. I'm going to go with just a straight up agility roll on this. Okay. Um, so that, Hey, that's much better. Um, Since you have already climbed down, technically. However, there are some minuses on this. Oh, yeah, of course. Just to be aware. Uh, So I rolled a seven. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna accept that. Yes. So you manage to um, swing uh, around the back of the rickshaw and swing back uh, into (laughs) contact with the uh, young woman. Uh, Now the question is: Are you resisting (laughs) this? So he swings into me. Yes. <laughs> and continues to swing through, but like he's grabbed he's me. He's trying to grab you. Um <laughs> I think she kind of goes with it. <laughs> no. she's like she gets grabbed and it's like, "Oh." And then they're swinging on this rope now and she's like, "Thank you." Hold on to me. <laughs> <laughs> A right. little late, but thank you. Uh, so the two of you continue flying because, of course, this airship is moving. Mm-hmm. No one is is telling it to stop at the moment. And so you are going to have to con- figure out some way to deal with that. Uh, so my plan, uh, I don't know if this is a normal mechanics thing, but uh, – 
I, I want to bra- have him brace himself against the ship with uh, her holding on to him and like sort of jump and yank on the rope twice, triggering a mechanism that slowly starts winding it back up. So you, you're you telling me that you have already set this up in advance. <laughs> exactly. That's a Benny. These are not light side points. You oh. still have to roll. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to give you a smarts roll on that to see if you actually thought of doing that uh, in, in preparation. Of, of course. It, it makes total sense to me that there'd be some sort of automatic mechanism to tighten these things down onto the ship. But also. That's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that's just straight smarts. Got yes. it. And you probably have negatives to that. Mm, no. Nah. Uh, this is just do you. Hey, ha- that's a four. Yes. Yes. You, cool. You have it. Um, so tell me what happens uh, as this mechanism begins to work. Uh, so like he slowly, they start going up. Uh, he, he looks to her and goes, are you okay? Um, he cannot speak Japanese. So he's doing this in Chinese, which is fine because I speak Chinese. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Thank you. Is, Is this your ship? What's. Uh, yeah, so, like, when you get up to the top, uh, he sort of, like, well, he, like, you know, helps you onto the ship. Yes, this is my ship. Uh, and he says, this is the beautiful Flying Falcon. It, uh, I've flown many, I've done many trips around the world, and he's, like, sort of showing off and enjoying himself for a moment, and slowly looming behind you is, like, a building that you guys think we're about to crash into. Uh... Several things uh, while you're showing off. <laughs> I think we're going to crash again. Also, we need to go back for my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, he panics and he immediately goes to the pilot controls to try and avert disaster. Give me a piloting roll. He's picturing uh, several months' just paychecks don't, disappearing. Don't, don't botch it. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Ooh. That is in. Oh, not quite. Not, not quite. quite a bunch. Oh, it was so close. Um, so uh, the bottom of the ship does, in fact, get a little bit scraped, as does the roof of Ooh. the building. Uh, so you sort of glance off the tile uh, roof of, of it, uh, tearing some tiles as you go. Um, and there are definitely some people sort of pointing at yeah, you. Yeah, there are some people who are sunbathing on that roof or something. <laughs> very upset. <laughs> Uh, but you are now high enough that you won't hit anything else. While you're figuring that out, let's cut back to uh, Taro and the the distinguished gentleman. Um, I'm looking on, watching the airship hit the roof, having just seen the pilot, presumably, or, or the person hanging off of it, pull the lady up and say to myself, gee, I hope I didn't misread that situation. And, take a bite out of my <laughs> and then go over to the automatons. I'm in a dilemma. Um, my automaton friend has told us that we are in danger, and then he was brutally kicked in the chest. Yes. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, too good! And yet, my mistress has been stolen. <laughs> I'm... I'm just going to roll something to see what I... And this is your only opportunity (laughs) to dispose of the trunk. Oh, Oh, goodness. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) Don't (sighs) dare. It's a real three-way moral dilemma. It really is. I need that trunk. (laughs) I I have to go after her. That's, That's my job. So... 
Uh, how how badly have you told me to keep this trunk safe? <laughs> it's vital. Was it a direct order, maybe? Yes. Okay, it was a direct order. Um, <laughs> at which point, I get out of the rickshaw after my mistress has been swept out of nowhere into the sky. There she goes. And the rickshaw has come to a stop and in a a shower of mangoes and peaches, which are now splattered all over everywhere. That's going to rust. Which is fine. <laughs> Mar, our other automaton friend, is probably mangled beyond repair um, beneath the wheels of this, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to check. Um, <laughs> I immediately get out, uh, grab the rickshaw, jump in the, in the spot where it would go, and begin to run after... The airship. One-handed, I'll have my other, my pistol out. Sounds um, good. To see how well that will work. Um, trained on, on the airship. Of if course. I get a clear shot, I will take it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you are definitely clearing people out of the way. They see you, uh, waving your, your gun, which I assume is your pistol. My pistol is, yeah. Um, so they, they see you <laughs> waving your pistol and, uh, they're, they're definitely clearing out of the way. And, um, uh, yeah, so you can do that. However, it's, it's gotten on the other side of some buildings, so it's, uh, it's not an easy shot at this point. And it is moving faster than you. Faster than me. All right, then. Uh, I'm just going to try to keep going. I'm going to try to, like, triangulate, because they've obviously, like, gone around buildings. Yes. They've gone up and around. I'm going to try to triangulate where I can cut them off at the pass, if possible. All right. Do I roll for that? I will, uh, we'll get back to you. Let's okay. see, uh, let's see, Yi, what are you doing? I presume I'm between jobs at yes. the moment. Oh, yes. good. So I am free to do what I like, and uh, this is the most interesting thing I could ever possibly imagine happening today. So I'm going to kind of follow very casually because i have no read on the situation at all so i'm just gonna see where it goes in the meantime i go into my my little pouch uh and pull out some money to toss to the fruit seller okay. uh, nowhere near enough to cover his losses but you know it's just some it's something and i grab another mango and i follow uh at a respectful distance to taro this automaton all right uh so back to the airship um what are you doing? So now I'm at the controls of the airship. I'm uh, because I was flying so low in order to try and catch this person. I'm having to get out of the way of several different obstacles and buildings. Go back for a trunk. Go back for a trunk. <laughs> there was an automaton with a gun down there. Ah, oh, rich foreigners have no sense. This is a dangerous <laughs> place. You assume a lot about this foreigner. The trunk is important. You saved my life, and I'm very happy about that. But the the automaton with the gun is also my possession. Uh. I asked you for your help, and you came to my aid, and I'm very grateful. That wasn't what I asked for help about, though. He sort of like uh, blushing a little bit. Uh, he you know <laughs> pulls a brake on an air, on the airship, and he tries to dip down. Uh, looking for uh, the the rickshaw, which is, I assume, creating quite a ruckus uh, in pursuit. So the uh, the way that if you're if you're attempting to slow down rapidly, you would uh, actually have to throw the propellers into reverse. <laughs> <laughs> That's that the only way. Pretty for dangerous. That uh, but yeah, well, I mean, I got to slow down, right? All right, give me a piloting roll. All right, let's not botch this one. Come on. 
That sounds uh, good. So... That's not going as well as you. Well, would I like was it to. just maintaining the ship earlier, right? right? Yeah. I was definitely working on the reverse mechanism earlier. <laughs> so, um, so the the engines um, do not go into reverse. However, they also do not continue forward. They switch off, uh, and you are now drifting forward. Um, and about your only option at this point, since you have. You, you can try to use the fins to guide yourself downward, uh, but the best way to land will be to release gas at this point. Uh-oh. What does that mean? Uh, it means that you should keep your eyes peeled for something soft. <laughs> oh. If it's any comfort, we can still steer. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm pan- like now looking around trying to find. So both of you can give me notice rolls. Uh, let's see if you can spot a decent place for this. That's four. Six. Six. Okay. Um, and was that on your wild die? Or? Uh, yes. Then it rolls again. Oh. Keep, o- oh. keep going. Eight. No, you re-roll the wild die. If, yeah, that if was, it was a, the, the wild the, die would be a d6. d6. Five. Okay. Um, so when you, whenever you roll, you're rolling two dice. You're mm-hmm. rolling the skill uh, or trait if it's a trait roll. And okay. you roll a d6, which is your wild die. Got you it. And I succeed on either of them. Mm-hmm. And if you roll the top number on any die, it always it rolls, again. rolls again. Got it. Um, so basically you do all of your rolling. And then once you've, you're done with all of your rolling – Whatever, whichever one ended up the highest, that's what you take. Cool. Um, so, uh, you do manage to spot some green um, there uh, off to the northwest. Uh, oh, right. That's Singapore has a botanic gardens. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, your, uh, your best bet is probably there. Otherwise, you're going to have to travel a number uh, of more miles out of the city uh, to find a decent... Yep, and who knows if I'll be able to get the parts that I need outside the city. So, Botanical Gardens it is! All right. Uh, So, give me a piloting roll at a minus two on that. Oh, good, good. (laughs) Rickshaw, uh, what are you up to while he's rolling up? Aha! Well, okay, so... We're heading down the Market Street. People are clearing back and forth as I shout. Um, Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Maybe I've fired a shot or two. I don't know. Um, um, Do I see them begin to slow down and... Yes. It's... it's Fairly easy to to follow where they are. Okay, because um, you can see the top of the the airship. Okay, um, would and, I roll a notice to to extrapolate where they are planning to land? Uh, you don't actually know this city at all. No problem. Um, so you have very little idea. Uh, you could a common knowledge, which is a smarts roll mm-hmm. um, at a minus two, might give you some information that I'll you, try you might know about Singapore. Um, however, as an automaton, I'm afraid you also have another minus two because uh, automatons are – they're not experienced yeah. in, in the world. So, All uh, right then. So I got a 12 uh, my, with the minus two. Uh, then you are nice. doing quite well. You're Good. landing no problem. <laughs> um, uh, a nice clearing in the botanic gardens. Um, I rolled an eight on that. So eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 
minus, minus four. four. So it's still with a raise. Yes. Uh, you remember uh, that people on the ship were talking about the Singapore Botanic Gardens and that this was uh, something very much worth seeing and that it was in the northwest side of the city. So that's probably where they're headed. All right. Then I, I put it in the third gear and keep going. All right. The <laughs> <laughs> rickshaw has gears. <laughs> of course it does. I, I also like that you grabbed the rickshaw. Yeah. <laughs> I had to take the. Tr- I'm not touching that trunk. Oh, that's I'm true. I'm not going to walk back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so you managed to land. Um, I'm following the rickshaw, yes. and uh, and so you are following the rickshaw. Uh, you have a sense of where it's going. You kind of saw the uh, the airship go down, and mm. there's really only one place clear enough that it could have gone down in that area. That makes uh, sense. So you're you're pretty sure where they're headed. Uh, are you just going to walk? Uh, I'll. Maintain a certain distance from uh, from the automaton uh, from the rickshaw, uh, but I'll try to pace it depending on how fast uh, the automaton's going. Okay. Uh, so we cut back to the airship, uh, which has landed, and um, we have the pilot and the the young woman doing what? Uh, so, in order to land the airship, I think he shouted at you to uh, start releasing some of the ropes that are on the balloons that are keeping the air in because he can't do it because he's got a mm-hmm. steer. So he's been shouting instructions to you, and uh, I assume you've been like dashing around desperately trying to do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we landed because we rolled pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we like sort of gracefully drift to a stop. Like so, the chaotic ride is like over, and he sighs with relief. Oh. And the first thing you'll need to do is uh, certainly moor uh, the the ship um, to something, probably trees. Yeah, because uh, that's about all you have here uh, <laughs> that you could possibly tie it off to. So yeah, he uh, again takes takes uh, one of the silk ropes on the ship and he jumps off and uh, lands, uh, you know, with a pretty graceful landing and starts uh, running the rip around the ship uh, rope around the ship. So where are you from? <laughs> Clearly not here. No, no, I would recognize. I, I recognize your accent, though. You are from uh, Japan, right? That's true. Well, welcome to Singapore. Thank you. I thought you didn't like foreigners. Oh, I don't like when foreigners make bad decisions. I love foreigners. I I became a pilot so that I could see the world and meet all sorts of foreigners. Really. Uh, and he like sort of climbs back onto the ship and he, you know, like fixes his hair and then <laughs> offers you a hand. My name is Lil Young. A pleasure to meet you. I'm Koga Miyako. Oh, interesting name. What does that mean? Uh, what do you mean? What does it mean? <laughs> oh, uh, he, from around here, people's names have meanings. Uh, and he sort of deflates a little, but I don't know what mine means either. Uh, never mind. Bad conversation. <laughs> what were you running from? That's the thing. I don't know. We got into a rickshaw down at the docks. We just we just disembarked from our ship, and mm. the rickshaw driver took off, which is why I started yelling for help, because he wouldn't slow down. I, well, I know there are some funny rickshaw drivers at the docks, usually not automatons, though. Hmm. He wouldn't say why. We kept telling him to stop, to slow down or something, but he wouldn't say why. Well, are you the sort of person who would be in danger? No. <laughs> why? I 
don't see why anybody would chase you unless you're the sort of person to be in danger. <laughs> I, I don't like associating with that sort of person. I don't want any trouble. Well, of course not. That's why you dis, you know, started up your engines and came flying after a complete stranger who was in a runaway rickshaw with a automaton holding a gun to her head. No, I don't want any trouble, but it comes looking for me quite a bit. And also, you owe me for those tools. <laughs> what tools? We have to buy our own tools. Your rickshaw ran over my tools. Oh, that. I need them to work on the airship. It's not holding together as it's well as it used to. It's going to need more work, isn't it? Yeah, he is like he like he starts running his hand along the railing. It's an old ship, but it still runs very well, very solid. And he he hits one of the ornamental handrails of the ship, which of course immediately breaks off and falls to the ground. <laughs> There's now a gap in the handrailing. Slightly dangerous. I can see that. The important parts are very solid. <laughs> We'll take care of your tools, Mr. Young. Thank you very much, and he bows very low. Now, if you don't mind, we should disembark and try to retrieve my trunk and my automaton. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, and he starts to lower a stairway or uh, rope ladder, more likely, mm -hmm. um, to the ground. Now, it is about this time that uh, the, the rickshaw does uh, burst out of the, the building's uh, towards the edge of the Botanic Gardens, and you see the uh, the airship parked, and so you begin heading towards it. What do I see when I see the two of them? Are they, like, standing next to each other on the, on the railing? Are they... Uh, Miyako, did you climb down? Uh, yeah, so he, he lowered the ladder. Thank and heaven I, she's escaped. I started to climb down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, oh, God. I want it to be... The, the like when she started climbing on the ladder, it like started shaking because it's not secured on the ground at all. So he's reaching down, trying to steady the ladder, but it looks like he's grabbing after her. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I as as we skid to a stop, uh, the compartment in the back on on my back opens, and I pull out the rifle <laughs> and go down on one knee and pull a bead on him. All right. Not him. I don't want to kill him. His hand. Ooh. Oh, ow. <laughs> He's gonna okay, that. are you actually going to shoot? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry, we've got more Steamscapes coming up next week. Thanks again to everyone who hung in with us through the hosting troubles we had over the weekend. Long story short, the hosting service that was responsible for hosting all of One Shot's content installed a plugin that destroyed everything. Thankfully, we were able to take everything that we have and move to a new host who we like very much. A big thanks to all of the heroes who let us know that there was a problem with the website. An update for our t-shirt backers, we're still waiting on the shirts to come in before we can sort them out and send them to you. The orders and sizing were fine, though, so I'm not anticipating any major problems. The Noisy Person Cards Kickstarter is still drawing near. To remind everyone, Noisy Person Cards is a party game developed by myself and Catcool that is designed to help you develop new character voices for role-playing. If you're interested in backing NPC, be sure to head over to paracosmpress.com NPC to sign up for our mailing list. That way you'll be notified when the Kickstarter goes up, and you'll be eligible for our early backer level that includes a 10% discount. Once again, that is paracosmpress.com slash NPC. 
P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com slash N-P-C. OneShot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show... Check out the Koch Brothers Mystery Show. Join boy detectives the Koch Brothers as they use their billions of dollars and shadowy government influence to solve the country's most harrowing crimes. Crimes that they most certainly didn't commit. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at oneshotpodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes!